Hello, and welcome to the Committed Collective Podcast. This podcast is a dialogue between Adam Stone, Byron Hazley, and Steve Kerwin, often joined by informative guests through all walks of life. It's very informal, but very informative, and we're never quite sure where the conversation will lead us as we're talking about racial and socioeconomic inequality in our nation. Due to our national footprint, we're connecting through Zoom, so keep that in mind when you hear the audio. If you'd like to submit a question or topic, please do so by emailing us at info at thecommittedcollective.org on our Facebook page or connecting with us on Instagram at the underscore committed collective. What's up, everybody? This is Adam Stone with the Committed Collective podcast. Uh, we are missing one of our co-hosts, Byron Hazley, can't be with us today, but we got Steve Kerwin and we got a great guest with us. Uh, for this episode. So, Steve, well, we always have great guests, but, you know, Steve, how's it going? How's uh, your day going so far? Adam, I'm tired. Um, don't know if you've heard the news. You wouldn't because you don't follow me, uh, but I just got a Peloton uh, last week. So I've been, you know, super excited and engaged on that. Um, I follow you. You don't follow me like not a big deal or nothing. Like don't want to make a big deal about it. Turn the whole show into this. But I was like, man, how, how good is Adam on the Peloton? And I, I see that, uh, you're pretty close to a sponsorship for team America and going to be representing us in the tour de France here soon with some of your results. So congratulations on, uh, that, um, we're working on it. Emily runs a tight ship, makes me keep in shape. So I got to ride that bike. You know, the yeah. gyms are closed down in California. And San Diego, we had a still having gyms closed down in some areas. So and to talk about that, we have with us the president CEO of Young Black and in Business, Mr. Roosevelt Williams III. How you doing, sir? Oh, man, I'm spending different, my man. And uh, I'm happy to be here, man. Really thankful. And about that workout man. uh, you know, health is wealth and movement is medicine. My wife, she keeps me on a tight regimen as well. So I definitely feel you on that one. I think we all work out because our wives make us, you know, we get told as we get older, we need to. Yeah. It always just takes that extra little oomph. And uh, it seems to always be a common theme that it's the wife. So. Yeah, man, she's cracking the whip on me. And I mean, you know, that uh, quarantine 15 is for reals. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry about your guys' gyms being shut down. If you want, you can come to Chicago or or shout out Byron, who's in Michigan, also battling the weather. And you can shovel a couple times a day and that'll that'll get you what you need as well. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's different. A lot of outdoor gyms open, but yeah, it's definitely an adjustment. And, you know, it's life's a little bit different. But Roosevelt, tell us about yourself. Tell us about what brought you to be the president and CEO of Young Black and in Business. Oh, man, thank you, Adam. And uh, tell you the truth, um, in America's finest city, palm trees and palm trees and the sea breeze, you know, man, you got to. You got to be uh, advantageous. And that also keeps me in shape as well. You know, just even just having a pop up shops at the beach and, you know, just uh, moving and grooving. But uh, one thing that uh, allowed me to uh, take the initiative and, uh, you know, kick off young black in the business is a lot of my peers, um, you know, in my in my community, really across the nation, I see uh, didn't know how to recognize an opportunity. You know, um, someone may be able to give them a job interview or, or give them a lead. They really just didn't know how to grasp it. So I uh, so I created Young Black in the Business to be that beacon, you know, um, that that example to say, look, this is what it's like to get individuals in a room and to identify a person that's um, on the right path. So 
just real briefly before I go on a tangent, you know, young is a state of mind. So we have individuals in our eclectic meritocracy, you know, um, 15 to 55, you know, from individuals that wear steel toe boots, individuals like myself that wear three-piece suits. Um, we define black um, as uh, inclusive because we provide instructional, educational, entrepreneurial content to bring individuals out of the darkness into the light, you know, and uh, we define business as providing a solution for a problem that equates into a profit. So I like to say we're all young black in the business. We teach early entrepreneurial skills, you know, how to open a banking account. What's the difference between um, Coinbase and Fidelity? Um, what's the in number? Um, what is the best state to file your business taxes in? Um, you know, just the rudimentary entrepreneurship basics. And we also have uh, an executive exchange program from real entrepreneurs to early entrepreneurs. And we like to share that information. So to answer your, uh, your question, I kicked it off to bring high power individuals in a room with novice entrepreneurs. So we have speed entrepreneuring. So if an individual like myself gets up and goes on a tangent, somebody picks up the red card. It's time to sit down. But if you want to learn more from an individual, you hold up a green card and that individual keeps going. Yellow means I want your business card. Let's talk later on. So I started off doing that. Then we had a networking um, festivals because we wanted to highlight individuals that were hitting their metrics. So we had a Young Black in Business Festival where we had uh, 40 vendors come out. Um, dignitaries come out, food, vendors, wine, beer and wine garden, and just uh, celebrated each other's success. And once we seen that going on, it was just amazing, a, a feeling of group economics. So then we created a poster, as you can see. So we recognize uh, the best and the brightest in San Diego so far, but we're creating a model that we could take to other cities. And uh, just to bring you full circle, because of the quarantine, our new business model went from brick and mortar to click and order. So now we have a digital magazine and, and actually shop online pretty much via the magazine. So we took the festival and put it in the magazine. It's all hyperlinks. And we wanted to just give a shout out to the community collective for also being a, a partner with us. It's very important. No, we, we love that. I, I love the <clears throat> entrepreneurship is something that you know, I think I read that it's down about 40% compared to where it used to be, right? Mm -hmm. You're starting to see it more and more from especially the younger generation that isn't following the, you need to go to college, you need to do this, you need to do that. People are finding their own ways. And I love that you talk about the networking portion of entrepreneurship because everybody always brings up the hustle and the grind and the educate, you know, educating yourself and, and working 20 hours a day. And, and that's great and all, but at the end of the day, it's networking and it's finding your ways to kind of make it. What is something that you think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with out the gate in terms of whether that's starting their own business or whatever they're doing that you guys provide and really help and offer that? Why well, would you say this, uh, Steve? Appreciate you. I'm going to just focus on early entrepreneurs because we have individuals on this podcast that are, I'm for sure that's, you know, Fortune 500 company, you know, entrepreneurs. But I like to just focus on the early entrepreneurs. And I'll say one thing is uh, to my young entrepreneurs that are coming up, and young is a state of mind too, I'll just say that, you know, let's uh, transition from Facebook to LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn is definitely, um, you know, more uh, robust in, uh, in business, sort of say. So, as you already know, uh, you know, Facebook is for the story. LinkedIn is for the business 
pictures. So, so once you get on the uh, LinkedIn uh, return note set up, a return reply set up, you know, nice to meet you. This is my, my name, my business, how I can be contacted. Let's, let's work. Let's build. We believe that our network is our net worth. So I would just say that, you know, focus, you know, as an early entrepreneur, get a focus, get a focus. So you're not, uh, you don't have 10 puzzles on the table and each puzzle has a different piece. You know, you have 10 different puzzles. If you just focus on one puzzle at a time, you can get to the next level. You only got to be one step ahead to be helpful. So I would just say, have a focus. So your focus may be, let's just say, uh, nutrition, you know, movement is medicine. Just focus on your focus and just drill in on that one puzzle project. Because if you have different puzzle pieces on the table, you're not going to accomplish anything. So I just say, focus on your focus. You know, what, what is your reasoning behind your business? What is your reasoning behind being an entrepreneur? And entrepreneurship is not for everyone. You know, um, you got to have a certain, you have to have resilience uh, to be an entrepreneur. Uh, you have to wake up looking for a no. And what I mean by that is you gentlemen know, wake up looking for a no, because you're going to get a yes eventually. And that yes is going to get you to the next level. And no is going to build character. So that's what advice I would give to an early entrepreneur, emerging entrepreneur, someone that, you know, uh, kick it off. So LinkedIn, I, I would definitely uh, recommend and having a uh, an automated note uh, response set up because I've received a lot of business from LinkedIn by uh, being a clean cut, articulate individual, you know. So uh, please, I don't want to go off on a tangent. I do want to pass the ball back. No, you're no, you're, no, you're I mean, great. great. I no, I would say uh, shout out to the connection on uh, LinkedIn. You sent that over. So unlike Adam following me on the Peloton, I appreciate you uh, building and uh, bridging that gap there. So, but uh... yeah, I think Roosevelt, what you were saying there and what Steve highlighted in terms of building that network out and, and making sure that people collaborate and you mentioned group economics, talk about building that mindset of group economics, getting from ego to we go, where do you see the obstacles and where do you see those abilities for people to have that light come on where they say, oh yeah, collaboration does make things easier and make things more profitable. Absolutely. I tell my peers this, I get it from another when you can get it from your brother. You know, let's, let's keep it circulating because once you uh, service my business, not only am I going to recognize you on the Facebook, social media, I'm also going to bring you business and I'm going to, you know, uh, be patient with you and because individuals were patient with me, you know, because I've had numerous products, you know, um, over the years. Um, I'm a retired cobbler. You know, I used to repair men and women's shoes, handbags and luggage, heels, purses, I stitch, I sew, things of that nature. So to be able to uh, service your peers and then you um, pass the dollar around at one of our networking mixers, I held up um, a hundred dollar bill at one of our events and put a YBNB on it. And my goal was to have that that $100 bill circulate the crowd. Some people didn't purchase the $100 bill. At least they were able to touch it and feel it and see what it felt like when it got to the, when it got to the, when it returned to me. And one thing that I found is they actually started putting money with the $100 bill. So they got the $100 bill. It just passed. Somebody added a dollar. Somebody added $5. And before you know it, it was, uh, you know, it was just a sense of cohesiveness. And it was a, um, a sense of uh, productivity. Now, I say productivity because it's another word that I also created. It's called productivity. 
productivity, but that's a little bit um, uh, in depth for some entrepreneurs because you can have productivity. The more products you have, the more productive that you're going to be, and the more consistency you have, that's going to outbeat talent any day. But just when it goes back to group economics, it's a um, it's a sense of cohesiveness when you um, trade and grow, especially with your peers. Now, young black in the business, we have an organization where we share um, our contracts with. So when we get a contract from, let's say, Cox Communication, that's in our magazine, we had an individual that created the flyer. We have somebody that's a publisher. We have somebody that created the shirts. And so we were able to break down the whole contract within the team. And that was just a sense of movement and a sense of excitement for individuals to visualize and monetize all in the same room. What about any tools? Are there any tools, whether they're books or whether that's e-commerce platforms or apps or different things, do you recommend for young in particular entrepreneurs? Young and in the state of mind, of course. Absolutely. And that's a great question, Steve. Um, in this economy, um, in this uh, 2020 uh, post-COVID, I'll, I'll say post-COVID because people are getting inoculated. I would say get into Coinbase immediately, that cryptocurrency, just because there's going to be um, hyperinflation is coming up. Hyper food inflation is coming up. You think the government is giving us all this money and, and, and everything's going to be the same? When we return back to our careers, when we return back to um, to life as we know it, they don't pump all this money into the economy. But they're going to want to return. So the prices are going to are going to are going to be inflated for for certain services, that, you know, for minimal services. Uh, and, I, and if I would just say, too, we're also going to see gonna, um, return to having door doorman and women, people that um, service your pumps at the gas station, uh, people that um, push the elevator for you, because all these are entry level job um, creators. And that's what's also going to help stimulate the economy again. But uh, so I would just say that let's and we have to think about uh, being economists now since everything is going to be, you know, social distancing. So for the entrepreneurs that kind of want to get like a head start, what can I do? Let's think economists. Let's think how we can, um, you know, you can go to Target now. Everybody is Target pickup. You know, everything is six, six distance away. Um, but to answer your question on what kind of tips and tools before I go off definitely on a tangent, you, you, you kind of got me excited there. Uh, I would say get into cryptocurrency Coinbase. You can't buy a uh, cryptocurrency on like Fidelity or, 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 or Robinhood. Let's, let's get off of Robinhood. That's a great starter as well. But I just, um, it's a couple others. Um, it starts with a B. It's just case me right now. But Binance. I would just say, Binance, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Binance. But yeah, a cryptocurrency is going to be uh, real big. I even think uh, Tesla just put in a couple billion dollars in cryptocurrency in Bitcoin. So that's going to definitely be the wave of the future. I would say uh, learn a word for the day. Let's let's get rudimentary. Let's go back to the dictionary. Let's get let's get back to our vernacular, business vernacular. Let's step our business acumen up because our words create our worlds. So if we're using words as an entrepreneur or as a businessman on a low vibration, we're going to receive that from the universe. So you said some tools I like to speak rudimentary, you know, to individuals. Naming, uh, let's get back to the dictionary. Let's enhance our vernacular. Okay. Let's let's learn what some of these words mean. Let's define some of these words. So I'll say that. I'll say uh, Google research before you ask your business partner a question or a question. You know, attempt to Google it first. 
Um, even using a thesaurus, you know, let's go back to that as well. Uh, well let's watch the news uh, and not just one news channel. Real rudimentary, basic level things. Um, you know, visit your, uh, visit your nearest store and get their, uh, they have uh, penny savers. They have like magazines on how to yep. uh, buy boats. Uh, you know how to buy homes. Let uh, you know. Let's dive off into this uh, into this new world. It's a, it's a it's an right. exciting world out there, and uh, and it's right it's right in front of us. You know, new magazines, just the basic level things. Hopefully, I didn't go off on a tangent on that one, but oh, you're 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 no, good. No. I I would tell. I always tell um, if you're going to read you know books about entrepreneurship or anything, the two I always recommend is David Goggins can't hurt me. Okay. And uh, Damon John Rise and Grind. Those are my two favorite books. Um, that okay, I got some. Okay, so yeah, and I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off, right off of, uh, Steve. But uh, so, so um, books uh, specifically, like some books that I could recommend right now. Um, Napoleon Hill, Law of Success. It has all of his books combined in one. So uh, that's Napoleon Hill, Law of Success. Uh, um, uh, Good to Great by Jim Collins. Good yep. to Great by Jim Collins. Also, um, speaking about words, the word you should know to sound smart by uh, Robert uh, Bly. It's a pretty good book. Uh, 12,000 mm-hmm. Essential Words, just to, you know, just to be able to use. Also want to just, um, yeah, recommend um, books about, you know, Genesis, uh, about self, knowing, knowing thyself. And I say that because in business and really in life, you should know when to be advantageous and you should know when today's not my day. Let me be patient. Right now is not a good time to send this email. Let me be patient. So knowing, finding about books about self-growth, personal growth. So, so you can learn, you know, when to be proactive, mm-hmm. you know, have certain days where your, where your circle of opportunity is wider than others. And you need to know how to take advantage of those particular times and dates. And also, um, not to offend anybody, because I know everybody has an iPhone now or, or a smartphone, but it's nothing wrong with wearing a watch on your wrist. You know, because if you have a watch on your wrist, you know what time it is and you know what to do next. You know, for somebody like myself uh, that's in business and uh, learning, somebody that's learning how to be in business and, and how to monetize and, and, uh, and how to scale a business, I look at an individual's uh, wrist. Because I want to know if they respect my time. You know, if I say, yeah, not to offend anybody, if I say we're going to meet at 5 o'clock, we're going to meet at 5 o'clock. Or if I say we're going to meet at 6 p.m., we gonna, you're going to be there. And in business, that is life or death. Absolutely. Respecting, respecting somebody's time. Mm-hmm. So, Roosevelt, you said a lot there in terms about getting it back to basics and bringing it back to basics. And, you know, when you're talking about the group economics idea and, and that system, you know, the saying goes, you're only as strong as your weakest link and educating mm-hmm. everybody in the group, at least mm-hmm. to a certain level. So they're educated to make informed decisions for the group to make sure that whatever the business venture is go successfully. What does that look like for YBNB in terms of holding educational workshops? Like how do you envision that playing itself out to make sure that the entrepreneurs that you guys are gearing up are educated to really work together and collaborate successfully. A, a beautiful question, Adam. So what? Uh, so what we have done uh, since the pandemic is we've um, started having live Zoom trainings where we go over, you know, uh, the, uh, the basics, uh, safety during the quarantine, um, uh, what to teach and how to teach uh, during the pandemic. You know, to the individuals. 
um, our workflow, the people that's a part of our organization, uh, the workflow with the uh, live Zoom trainings, actually having it printed down, having one-on-one person, uh, and anyone that joins our, our organization, we actually have those one-on-one times to, to go over a um, your professional profile. So, for example, one thing that... Um, how would I like to say it, that uh, distinguishes young black in business from other organizations, we have a, a business intake form. So once you join our organization, we have you fill out um, an intake form, and then we set up a live Zoom training with you, and then we put you in our business directory before we even promote you to, to, the, um, to the universe. Because when we have our sponsors, they want to know who we are and what we do. We can go into our, our Excel file and identify key individuals. And this, what I've learned, adds value to the individual and the organization, and I'll explain to you how. Need to set up an appointment for a doctor, it'll take a while to see the doctor, and before you even see the doctor, you'll see a nurse, and you'll have to fill out an intake form as well. And the doctor is only gonna see you approximately five to 10 minutes, so you're gonna have to pay a doctor's bill. So an individual can't just come right up to Roosevelt Williams III and just talk to me, meet with me, and tell me about their business. I mean, they can, but um, for a unique individual, we're going to send them through a pipeline, a process, and that adds value to not only my time, but to the organization. Because when I meet with a unique client, unique individual, unique member, I already know who they are, what they do, how to contact them, and what to prescribe them already. So that just add value to the time. And that's something that we put our members through. And, um, you know, it's it's an organized organization. And I like to just use that simile as like a hospital, you know, where, where we're giving out vitamins and painkillers. Because a lot of entrepreneurs, they come with the headaches and they come with the nightmares and the migraines and the fatigue and the, and the, uh, I'm on my last, I don't know if I could do this anymore. But hold on one second. Let me prescribe a painkiller. Let us prescribe some vitamins to you because I already have their intake form. Hopefully I answered that question with you and, and kind of elaborated on and gave an example. No, I appreciate that. And, you know, I think what you were saying there in terms of kind of getting some information about the business before you really were able to give them a deep dive in terms of how you can help them and the connections to make makes a lot of sense in terms of what you see right now, you know, in terms of running the organization and having that, that, Rolodex, that network of different businesses and entrepreneurs, you know, over the last year or so, we've seen a huge push towards working with black owned businesses. Now, how have you seen that play out? Do you think that's something that's a long term thing? You know, or is this something that society has adopted for a short term after the George Floyd and Man, you know, social justice um, situations last year? And now they'll start to move away from that. And that's a beautiful question. And um, that's why I had to go in depth into Young Black in the Business and just say that it's not just about Black people, you know, because uh, racism is also a plague, just like COVID-19, you know, and 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 it's a and it's a we go, like you said, not an ego thing. And it's about helping, helping everyone. So if if uh, Fortune 500 companies or whoever, the media or if, if people stop, want to help individuals after the doors floor thing kind of calms down and, and goes away, you know, uh, that's shameful on them because any individual that can provide a solution for a problem, you know, uh, and that's beneficial, you know what I mean? And that's the key to the combination. 
So I would just say um, um, if individuals do start turning a blind eye or it goes back to how it was before George Floyd or, you know, it goes back to how it was, you know, and that's shameful, they probably really didn't learn anything because not only are we, um, we're not really fighting for um, equality anymore, you know, we're fighting for equity, you know, and 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 uh, and don't uh, let uh, racism be a plague like COVID nineteen. Racism is a plague, so that's the gospel uh, that I share. That's why I say black encompasses and absorbs all the colors in the spectrum. You know, it's a melting pot. It's a meat salad, and that's why we have to bring these early entrepreneurs out of the darkness by providing that educational, entrepreneurial, instructional content. And to bring them out of the darkness that's absent of light, which is the information. So when we provide them with the light information, it'll be environmental justice for all of us. And that's what we're looking for, environmental justice. Because you got certain topographies, you know, uh, in certain communities, they're put in the middle of freeways. They're put in the middle of cemeteries. In certain communities, they got a thousand stop signs. They got graffiti on the wall. And the banks know this, but the redlining. And that lowers your life expectancy. When you see graffitis and potholes and you're about you're around a whole bunch of renters and jack in the boxes and nothing hate hey, no jack in the box, they handling their business. But when you're around a, a lot of window food out the window, it lowers your life expectancy. The individuals know this, but then when you're around pocket parks, lakes, and birds and nature and and uh homeowners, you know, because for example. In some communities, you can go to the corner store and you can buy a single beer. But in other communities, you can't buy a single uh, alcohol. You got to buy the whole case. If you can't afford the whole case, you shouldn't even come in here. And it just shows the mentality of of certain communities. Individuals that want to, you know, help environmental justice, I'm all for, you know, because we're all one. Yeah, I think you I think you brought up a really good point about you know, when you take the plague of COVID and how it affected, there's going to be a lot of positive. For example, for entrepreneurs, you know, 12 months ago was February 15th. Everybody was too busy to do anything. Then about March 15th happened. And in the past 11 months, Mm. you've had all the time in the world to think about your goals, your ambitions. Literally, there is literally no excuse. If there was something you cared about, you should be so educated on this matter. So I think that's what's going to be positive going forward. I think when we talk about the racial issues of different things, people took the time to learn about these things. And I think where we kind of want to come in, too, and bring our education to all of our different platforms and pillars that we offer that we're going to be able to do kind of the same thing that you just mentioned there. And that's what we're super excited about. So I, I love that, how you brought that up. And I would just say, and that's well, well said, Steve, because that's exactly what it was when, when America, when the world had to shut down, that gave individuals like you and I, and also Adam time to time to put screws, you know, put paint where it wasn't to, uh, to devise a plan to catch up to catch up, to use our ingenuity, our creativity. We had all the time in the world to adapt, to, to overcome. You know, we had to stay safe. But a lot of times we had to sit still, you know, and a lot of individuals, they, they run around, they, uh, they're they busy. And there's a difference between being busy and productive. I'll yep. just say that. So you yep. have individuals that were busy, you know, and really weren't really uh, uh, making anything happen. But when it was time to sit still, did your mind continue to race and run 
Where's your mind on a marathon? Were you able to, uh, you know, your mental capacity? Did you grow your bandwidth, mentally bandwidth? Or did you just stay mentally stagnated? And we're going to see that coming out of COVID-19. And it's going to give, uh, and we're going to see the individuals that were running that race mentally when they physically had to stand still. When they, meant, when they physically had to be in the home, we're going to see how many individuals were mentally running a race, running, running around the world, reading, uh, researching, you know, coaching, um, networking. Those individuals that were mentally still making it happen, we're going to, we're going to see that. So that's a great, great point you made. Yeah, I'm glad you guys mentioned that just in terms of how there was opportunity despite all the negativity that was going on last year. Um, in terms of going for Roosevelt and going into 2021 and beyond, you know, where do you see the direction for entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs and the economy as we're gearing up for what you mentioned, you know, the, the economy and our country is going to see a correction. Like you said, there's a lot of things going on right now that can't continue the way they are, whether it's rent moratoriums, forbearances on things, or there's a lot of financial things that are going to change. But with that in mind, how are you guys at YBNB and, you know, to your network and your group, how are you kind of coaching them and preparing them for those uh, next steps? Well, we're going to, you know, continue group, group economics and uh, just remind individuals that um, individuals win trophies and teams win championships and, you know, just come together and work as a, as an organized organization from uh, being, um, you know, autonomous, you know, for, for magazines, we're looking to be, uh, work with individuals that want to have a metropolis, you know, they want to learn about politics, business, fashion, wh whatever it may be, but just, you know, come together like Megatron and really just be uh, a massive entity because it's our turn. I like to say this is the um, Joshua generation, you know, not to get, uh, you know, too scripture or too biblical, but, you know, we're the generation, you know, that's standing up to big banks, we're the generation that's, you know, going against the government, sort of to say. We're the generation that's going after the police with George Floyd. You know, this is a this is a small but mighty generation. You know, this is the generation of change. So, you know, so change is giving power to the people. But you got to know what to do with power when you give it to people. So it really just, uh, you know, working together. You know, our logo at Young Black in the Business is a pyramid. You know, and I like to say, as being the CEO and president, that we have a hundred year plan. You know, and the hundred year plan is to be built to last, you know, sustainability. So just making sure that not only are we shooting, you know, shooting for the moon, shoot, you know, shooting, shooting like Tesla, you know, shooting out of space, but to be in death. You know, not only do we know, uh, you know, what season that we're in, but we know the fruit and we know the root. You know, we know where we came from and, you know, just uh, appreciating what we have, you know, appreciation. Um, and also uh, I share with my peers to have identity, you know, sense of self um, in this, in this age of time, because, uh, you know, not to, like I said, not to get biblical um, or scripture, uh, but, you know, when you go on social media, you know, you see individuals, they don't sell their souls anymore. They just give them away. So, you know, in business, you, you, got, you have to have firm stance on principles, on, on values, um, on ethics, on on having posture. So, like I said, it goes back to rudimentary, just teaching the basics, you know, and not to uh, you know, be redundant, but you know, teaching the basic instructions. And and I believe that you know that that's is going to give uh, you know strength and uh, is positive reinforcement. 
you know, uh, so, so yes, because you got to know what to do with technology. You know, you could be a good leader, a good business person. You could be a bad business person. And but you ha- it, it comes from the spirit. And one thing that moving forward for 2020 and beyond, I share with my peers, 2021 and, you know, and beyond, post-COVID, you know, and beyond, we have to have, uh, as entrepreneurs, the spirit of winning, the spirit of winning. For example, your business might not have no sales in, uh, in January. You're feeling real discouraged. You know, now you're going um, into another quarter. You don't know if you should quit or, or go forward or go find a nine to five, you know, go work at Sprouts, you know, go, go work for the uh, winter schnitzel. But the spirit of winning is to stay encouraged, be resilient and to come back because it could be the bottom of the ninth, you know, two strikes, you know, um, um, and three balls, but that opportunity will come if you be consistent because consistency outbeats talent any single day. You know, it's the law of numbers. And it, and, it, and even if you have a big product, you know, but if you, yeah, but yeah, but just be consistent and, uh, and be resilient and have a sense of self, you know, know your purpose. So moving forward, like I would say, just going over the basics, man, you know, reintroducing the basics. I think you brought up a, an awesome point there. I defend millennials quite often. It's a, it's the uh, generation that gets uh, ridiculed the most, right? We're like the face of everything. But I, I've always said the beautiful thing about millennials is we'll bury any business or industry if we want to. And I think we also proved another point with GameStop, right? So GameStop yeah. put Wall Street into absolutely chase mode and was one of the coolest things that, that anybody should have ever seen. Now that is not something that could happen every day. It is not, but that piece where then we learned we control everything. We, we have all the power. We have all of the control. We proved it in the election. Georgia is a, is a great state that went out. They you know, I don't know your political affiliation, but the whole state turned blue off of the power in the energy that came from that state, right? The dedication right. sees dreams come true. That's a Kobe Bryant quote. It sits on my wall right next to me. Beautiful. So I think I love that you brought up, you know, how much power that we actually have. And for you to teach that to entrepreneurs is so crucial um, because that is going to be the difference when things get tough, when they're down to their last $10 in their account, or right. they don't have that connection or they're waiting on a large account to close right. um, to go through right there. And that was me, you know, I'm speaking from my gut, not my butt, you know, uh, you know, just to let everybody know that's listening here. We were just featured in the San Diego Business Journal, you know, uh, today, you know, um, yeah, oh, you know, we we're in the, the San Diego Union Tribune um, earlier this year. We were I can go over many accolades, but yes, you're right, Steve. Yeah. When you're on your last dollar, when you when you actually got to go borrow some money, when when what happens when you're. Uh, when your prepaid your prepaid credit card uh, uh, is is maxed out, you know, and and you got to coast to the gas station. What well, what happens when you try got to cry in the kitchen? What happens when you have uh, eyes on your eyes, uh, a keloid and a warp on your hand? You know, um, you know, stay encouraged. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with going to the goodwill. You know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, uh, please and thank you. You know, just having that winning spirit in, um, um, inside. You might be poor in pocket, but you got to be rich in spirit, especially bringing up being an entrepreneur. You might be poor in pocket, but be rich in spirit. You know, and I came from that and, uh, you know, use me as a testimony. You know, now I'm a homeowner, you know, uh, 2,000 square foot owning assets and uh, uh, and very thankful and um, 
and uh, appreciative, but, you know, I know where I came from, you know, uh, uh, the Goodwill, the thrift stores, uh, being down and out, but uh, but thank you, yes, and please, I was able to exuberate that positive energy to the clerk or, or to a constituent or to an individual, and they let me pass, and they and they get, were appreciative, and they bought my products. And even when you're on the phone, you should smile because the person on the other end can feel that energy. If you're doing cold calls, if you're dialing for dollars, or, or you know you're knocking on doors, um, soliciting, you know, just uh, just stay encouraged and be around your be around your bird tribe. You know, eagles fly with eagles. I mean, you know, they do go solo, but you know, chickens are small minded and they hang with other chickens. And you know, sparrows, you know, they're just right in the middle. You know, and um, my favorite bird is a crow. I'll just say that because I, I've been patient to uh, see them communicate with each other. You know, they're very, uh, they're very like a communicative bird. You know, they have funerals, they do socialize, and they do work together. You know, even when they're feeding or eating there. So I do that. So I would say, find your identify your bird tribe. You know, but the individuals that's gonna encourage you, and, and you know, yes. And I would just say all this too. Um, don't be offended by a corrective criticism. You know, just just add those tools to your toolkit. Roosevelt, I love your energy. I gotta ask: Is politics in your future? Man, I heard that today, and I've been hearing that uh, you know for some time now. And I would just say, um, you know, just being real with you, because I, I think I'm thankful for this platform. Until it comes out and grabs me. You know, and until they come out and get me, and you know, that's what it is. I would just say this: I have worked for an elected official, you know, for eight years, and um, and I have been, uh, you know, I don't want to be ostentatious, but you know, uh, I do believe in service. You know, I do, and I do have a passion for people. I'm passionate about it, and and my business partners know I'm the one that will jump on a grenade for them. So I believe that's probably why you said you've been in politics. <laughs> yeah, your your energy is like radiating and you, you can tell like the way the way you speak and your actions and how you're prepared and you, you've come that, you know, you get a lot of people that are bosses. Right. There's people that are very, very good at telling people what to do. And then there's leaders that are very, very good at getting people to follow them and getting things done. And th- there's no. It's, I've had bosses that are huge assholes and they got a lot of work done from their people. Cause we all worked out of fear. Right. But everybody works better with the leader that'll jump on the grenade or run through the wall. Cause they're running with them. So, and I think that just radiates off of you and, and, and your company and what you believe in. And I think that's super awesome. That's right. Thank you, Steve. Man, as long as I got your vote, you know, we're going to win. So I'll, that's why I was asking. I didn't know if I needed to change my address from Chicago. I've been looking for an excuse to get out of the snow. So if you want to run and you need me and Adam's support, we can be out there and I can be out there in no time. You just, oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm already here, Steve. But yeah, snow. Roosevelt could use it once he gets yes, some sir. Knowledge. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. Keep that in mind. That's right. Thank you, Bob. Right. Oh, Roosevelt, you mentioned earlier that. YBNB has a hundred year plan. And obviously that hundred year plan has to take into account where you guys see society going from here, where you guys see the economy and things like that going from here. What does that hundred year plan look like? I mean, without having you give too many details, but what does that look like and how are you focused on, you know, the way society is kind of gravitating more towards equity and building those gaps that are still existing from racism? 
Okay, wonderful. Because uh, we are uh, going into spring, so so this is our uh, spring into business, March twenty uh, twenty one, with our Young Black in the Business magazine. It's all about working together, group economics, yada yada yada. But this year, twenty twenty one, is actually the great leap forward in the hundred year plan. This is the great leap forward in the hundred year plan, and I would just say this is not something that I'm just uh um reaching into air and pulling down. This is a documented plan that I, that I written, that I read um, in, in middle school. And, and I'll say that I read, uh, I wrote it uh, with a, with a young black in the business pen. And the reason why I share this part with you, because for all my entrepreneurs, early entrepreneurs out there, um, whatever you write down on paper, you know, you can have it. If you hold on to a goal long enough, you can have it, you know? So I wrote, I used a black pen on white paper and everything that I written down has started to materialize. And it's that serious, you know, documentation is better than conversation. So in this written hundred year plan, 2021 has been the year of the great leap forward. And it has already been bringing fruit towards that. So like I was sharing earlier about eliminating the racism, that's a plague. It's like COVID-19, you know, being inclusive, uh, working with, with everyone. Just, just like a, just like the collective, you know, just widening uh, the reach, you know, uh, being inclusive, uh, you know, being um, diverse in the business model and uh, really just expanding and exploring the business uh, as a whole. Now, not, not only is Young Black in the business, it started out as a, uh, a speed networking now, it's a media property, and the goal is to be able to eventually have a media metropolis. So that's including film, um, that's including uh, radio, you know, just a media talking about politics, having business, you know, just having a uh, yeah, just having that um, metropolis, just like a Sony, you know, into everything, um, you know, being being on the stock market. So 2021 is the great leap forward. So what I mean by the great leap forward. That's achieving the definite chief aim. This, this is the year that we're going to go leaps and bounds from one year to 10 years. And uh, we're already doing that with the magazine and just um, um, tapping into the network. Resources are coming out of nowhere. You know, underwriters are coming out of nowhere. Uh, yearly contracts with SDG&E, uh, that's Sentinel Gas Electric. You know, uh, um, yearly contracts coming out with casinos. Yearly contracts coming out with uh, Unified School District because it goes back to what I said earlier, writing it down. As an early entrepreneur, you got to write it down because um, I'll give you a cliche here for all my entrepreneurs that are listening. They sent us to school to learn our ABCs and we became another bad creation. We should be learning our CBAs because if you conceive it and you believe it, you too can achieve it. You know, and it's that serious being being an entrepreneur, you have to tap into your imagination. So there's nothing wrong with watching um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. There's nothing wrong with watching um, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. There's nothing wrong with watching movies when you were younger, like, like Peter Pan, because you too can fly. One thing about society in this day and age, even myself, I'm a victim of it. I'll, I'll talk about myself. You know, they'll beat us down in a way where we where we lose our imagination. We lose we lose the feeling to dream and to be invincible. And as an entrepreneur, you need that imagination. You need that you need that uh, mental fortitude to you know to dream big. So I would just say so. Just in conclusion, 
uh, a part of the hundred year plan is just to keep imagination and have that media metropolis where we're in politics and business and just have a whole whole media property and we're and we're already taking those steps. I love the the writing it down. I'm a big to do list person, right? So on a to do list, um, I learned. I think I read a book. The first thing I say is make my bed or brush my teeth. I give it something that I know I can because once you knock something off a list, it makes you just want to keep knocking things off a list. So I'm a I'm a big list person. What I don't agree with, and I don't necessarily have the facts, just my opinion of what I've seen is I see a lot of people put their goals on Facebook. I'm going to lose 30 pounds a share and they don't write them down and they don't do anything for it. They put it on Facebook because they knew they weren't going to achieve it. And it was kind of like a last ditch effort of I'm going to put this up and it's going to help me even though they had no plan in place. So it's one of my biggest pet peeves is putting things up on, on Facebook. I see people doing it all the time. So kind of going into that in the social media world we live in, I know you love LinkedIn. Do you hinder the Facebook and Instagram from a personal standpoint? Cause from a business standpoint, they're, they're fantastic models, but it's easy to get kind of brought into that. So what's your thoughts on the other social media platforms that sometimes Beautiful. can be uh uh, negative to individuals. And I would just say this too, Steve, uh, that was a great point um, that you have because uh, I see it as well. People go on Facebook and they put something up on there and they throw it out there, but they don't have accountability partners. You know, don't, nobody's holding them accountable for that. And a lot of people have 5,000 Facebook friends and, and, you know, that's their business. But I would just say um, Instagram, I like is moving, you know, that's just for pictures, but it's all about what you're posting. Like, uh, I have a buddy, uh, Curtis G. Um, he has a, a road to a million. He's part of our network, so I'm giving him a shout out. And he's also a great guy as well. He's into stocks. So he's giving uh, images on his road to a million. Look at my stocks, bro. This is giving our stock tips and his business followers. And he's, you know, I, I admire that. Um, but when you use Instagram to post pictures of your food, you post pictures of your of your shoes, you know, it's kind of like a defeating the purpose. You know, and now um on LinkedIn, you know, a professional network business on there. How are you um, you know, how are you using LinkedIn? You know, are you doing uh, paid ads? Are you on there, you know, liking, commenting, uh sharing? Because the more you do for others, that's gonna um, attract uh opportunities to you. So I was challenge everyone that has a LinkedIn to do this. You know, write down 100 individuals of influence that you see that's influential on LinkedIn, influential in the world. Follow them. Learn their birthday. Learn their favorite color. Learn what they're doing. And follow them and, you know, um, uh, uh, grow, grow your ego. Hey, I'm celebrating your success. If you do this to 100 individuals on LinkedIn, then it's the law of averages that those 10%, 10 individuals are going to see you doing that. And they're going to start following you and encouraging you. And then you'll be in their circle of, of influence. And I would say do that on LinkedIn because it's a business professional. So if you do it on Facebook, you'll you'll get the hogwash. Or, you know, if you do it on Instagram, you'll probably get the same. But go to a professional arena and do that, and you'll be more likely to be successful. Identify a, a hundred individuals that you admire that's been successful, that's healthy, that's happy. Follow them, group their ego, comment, like, share their posts. You know, do that and they'll eventually shed some light on you and then you'll eventually be in their winner circle and then you'll ultimately be a winner. And I've done that myself. And um, so, you know, I have individuals that are now, um, you know, commenting and liking and I do that to others. So that's a real testimony. 
hopefully I, I asked your question. No, uh, you did hundred percent. Cause yeah, LinkedIn, beautiful. LinkedIn is kind of like, uh, especially nowadays, back in the day, you went to a trade show and there were tables set up as far as you could see. And that's all LinkedIn is. It's an infinity amount, not an infinity, but a, a, an absolutely massive amount of space of people. And it's like a trade show. And like you said, you scratch people's back. It's, it's crazy what they do. And that's actually what the world is all about in particular. And I did, and also did want to just uh, mention clubhouse as well. And um, in clubhouse, that's a, uh, that's networking on steroids. That's beautiful. Um, but, but just be leery that everyone on there has a pH, uh, has a PhD in their opinion. You know, so, so you oh, can boy. learn about their opinion, their lifestyle. I actually call that the new party line. You know, every everyone on there uh, is a professional. Now, if you go on there and do some research on individuals, go, you know, like their page, follow them, and look at what they're doing and, you know, follow them. It can be helpful. I actually have a, an interview on Wednesday uh, from a clubhouse um, individual that I followed and, and I, I wrote their ego and happy birthday and oh oh thank you very much and that's how that conversation led that that icebreaker by um listen to understand instead of speaking to be understood that's a great that's a great line and definitely something worse to live by and clubhouse yeah i've i've been on clubhouse a little bit it's, a, it's an interesting app and you know definitely are people out there networking like you said roosevelt you just got to do a little bit of your own due diligence and, you know, everybody might be an expert, but not everybody is an expert sometimes. So you just got to be careful. But <laughs> overall, like you said, it is a lot of ways to meet people all over the country. And, you know, I've met some good, cool people, some very talented professionals who are successful and um, made some good connections on there. So, yeah, it's a, just another aspect of what you both were saying earlier, building that network and, you know, that network can ultimately help create your net worth. So um, on that note, Roosevelt, I know you're you're a busy guy and uh, I wanted to make sure that we highlighted and gave you a time to just, you know, blast all of your platforms and everything that you want the listeners and audience out there to follow and know about, you know, you and YBNB. Absolutely. Um, and, and thank you again for this opportunity. And we definitely um, look forward to building uh, you know, uh, with you both um, um, in the collective, we're excited. We see what uh, what the collective is doing, and and just excited. Uh, and it's great energy. And um, and let's let's build, let's grow, let's um, take care of our future posterity, our, our future generations. You know, let's implement the hundred year plan. And I would just say for all the entrepreneurs out there, let's take it serious. We don't have kids. We do not have kids. We have heirs because we have to give them an, an inheritance. You know, we go to nine to five if you do that for your first name, but the entrepreneurs for our last name. So let's give them an inheritance. Thank you. That's great. I mean, uh, that's definitely a, a great point to end on. So on that point, let's move into our, our final final action items for the week and final thoughts. Uh, Roosevelt, I know you just ended there. That was almost just a mic drop right there, but... <laughs> You know, if you have any action items for the week, what are the things you mentioned that, mm. that 2021 is a big year for YBNB? What are the action items for February, March, and the next few months? For the okay, YBNB? wonderful, wonderful. You know, so we have a Young Black and Business Up board meeting uh, tomorrow um, um, at 5 o'clock. Uh, the last 15 minutes, we're going to have a, a real estate agent you know, give us a tutorial. They're going to advertise in our magazine on uh, Wednesday. We've got the podcast going on, but... But most importantly, uh, you know, we're going to team build this week. You know, 
this is the week of uh, Together Everyone Achieves More. And I would say on the 21st, we're going to have a private photo shoot. You know, uh, with my buddy's really agent. We're going to be uh, in La Jolla, uh, in La Jolla, California, um, shooting, uh, shooting a video clip. On the 21st of March, we're going to have a new magazine release party. I'm going to um, invite you all out to. It's going to be nice. Uh, we're going to have a young black in the business wine. We're going to release because the goal is to be able to uh, chill and sip, you know, and do business where we're all comfortable. We're all able to mingle and uh, socialize, give a little bit of social lubricant. So we're going to introduce a, a red and a white wine just so uh, our advertisers are kind of, you know, be able to unbutton their ties up and be loose individuals. And then um, we're looking forward uh, to getting some of these more yearly contracts. So you can do a yearly contract with you know, Black in the Business because we're going to be at um, um, that um, Metropolis, Media Metropolis. We're looking for yearly contracts. And uh, this is the year of the partnership. So, you know, a partnering, you know, because we see a lot of Fortune 500 companies, if you watch, they're merging together. They're merging. There's a lot of mergers going on. So we can do that too. I would like to just say, uh, stay excited. You know, and if you're not excited, get excited, get excited. And um, yeah, you know, the world is a pearl, you know, go out and get it and uh, contact me. You know, if I, you know, you want to reach out to us, so YBANDMB.com, that's YBANDMB.com. Um, I'll give you a number, 619-665-3031. I'll talk to a live person, 619-665-3031. Talk to a live person, LinkedIn. Instagram, Y-B-A-N-B-N-B, Y-B-A-N-D-N-B. And um, let's connect. Let's build. That's great, Steve. Your your energy, like there's I, I don't know when I'm be able to go to bed tonight. Like <laughs> I'm about to go shovel the sidewalk again. Like I'm a, I'm about to do my whole neighborhood. I'm just going to go down shoveling everybody's sidewalk because your energy is just radiating. I wish we would have did this at six o'clock this morning. I would have attacked the day so well. And I worked out this morning and, and thought I was productive. So, no, I, I truly do appreciate this. I hope we could collaborate. Um, because you represent everything that going forward for me as a person, as an individual that I now look for. Right. I, I always say, and, and I'm sorry, I don't say it. I live by it. You're the average of your five closest friends. Right. So you should be surrounding yourself with positive people. I want to be surrounded by the smartest person. I want to be the dumbest person in the room. Cause then I know I'm in the right room. So going with that, with you, I just love the energy that you bring. I hope we can collaborate. I hope we can do something. And I just encourage everybody, you know, cut out the negativity in your life. Don't cut out the people that think differently than you, but cut out negative energy. Focus on positive energy. You need Roosevelt Williams in your life that brings the energy. You need the Adam Stones that can ride a, a Peloton bike better than Lance Armstrong could do when he was on roids his whole career. Like those are the people you want to be surrounded by. So I encourage everybody, uh, shout out YBNB. Love it. I love what you guys are doing. I can't wait to see the media. I can't wait to see it all. I'm going to be a super fan going forward. So thank you so much. Yeah, I'll quickly piggyback off that to wrap, but we can't wait for the collaborations that we have in store between TCC and YBNB. You know, there's a lot of things that we want to put together to help our community, help the entrepreneurs out there, help those with the vision and the dream to make it happen. So on that note, for Adam Stone, Steve Kerwin, and our special guest this weekend, Roosevelt Williams III, this is the Committed Collective Podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. 
If you would like to learn more about the Committed Collective or any of the initiatives that we're supporting currently, please connect with us at the underscore Committed Collective on Instagram or on Facebook. If you'd like to ask any follow-up questions of today's host or guest about our conversation, feel free to email us at info at thecommittedcollective.org. Be sure to also subscribe to the podcast so you can stay up to date on our topics, information, and other events. If you'd like to join the collective, you can follow us on Instagram and join us on our Slack community. Remember, you can take an active role in your sphere of influence and champion change now. 